Hello, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About Whatever, the first episode of 2022. And I need to start with apologizing to all of you, well, to any of you that actually listen to my podcasts. I'm so sorry for, like, being MIA for so long. It was not done on purpose. My last computer crashed on me. And after, you know, handing it to someone I know who is very good at computers, who can program them, build them like there's no tomorrow and everything. Sorry, I don't know why my voice suddenly started cracking. Um, But I had handed that tower to someone I know and trust and everything who did everything they could to figure out what happened. Turns out that this custom tower that I was gifted less than a year prior to it crashing had a faulty motherboard. If there is one thing you do not want to be faulty in there, it's the motherboard. Because if that gets faulty, that can very easily screw up everything. But let's not talk about that. (laughs) Um, But, well, we kind of are going to talk about it just because it crashed. So I had to get a new computer. I had to adjust to the new computer. The new computer is Windows 11, which has been interesting to figure out, especially in regards to gaming and live streaming and stuff like that. And then on top of all that, I kind of ended up being forced into processing everything that happened in the last year in the span of two months. And like, no one actually forced me to, I just... My brain decided, you know what, you're not going to have any time to cool off during the holiday season. You're just going to start thinking about every little decision you've made ever. And by that, it was like every little decision I've made in the last year. And a lot of the processing was in regards to the relationship that ended. Uh to family members who I stopped talk to who I stopped talking to English not functioning and all of that and it's just been it's been a year 2021 has been a year and I think it's been a year for just about everyone not just me but it definitely you know did not help anything but I did have to kind of put myself in a situation where I had to think everything through And for anyone wondering, just a general explanation why I stopped talking to a couple family members. It was one, always played the victim card in every possible situation, no matter what. And the other one made everything about them. Could have nothing to do with them at all, but made everything about them. And unfortunately, that one... Um, kind of tied into how I got that custom computer. Needless to say, yes, I'm annoyed that I am financing my new computer, but, uh, at least I don't have to worry or think about anything in regards to that person anymore. I'm good. But I am going to be honest. I have been wanting to record a podcast for a while, but I didn't know what to record. 
I had so many topics in my head that I didn't know where to start. So I turned to a group of friends and asked, does anyone have a topic suggestion? I want to record a podcast, but I don't know what to talk about. And one of my friends responded with, talk about what you're passionate about. Regardless of what it is, it's going to be the best choice. And thinking about that, the thing I'm most passionate about is mental health. You know, getting it looked at, making sure you understand what's going on with your own head, checking in with yourself, checking in with others, and also understanding... it. This is the hard part, but it's definitely worth it. Understanding what triggers some of the mental illnesses you have. Well, triggers it to make it worse. So, like, sadly, most of today's society, I do have anxiety and depression. But on top of that, I have this wonderful sprinkling of mayhem called suicidal. And if you're not familiar with the term, suicidal is not so much attempting or acting on impulses. It is the constant thought of everyone's better off without you. You're making everything worse. You're to blame. So on and so forth. Just all of these negative, negative thoughts that kind of constantly make you think about killing yourself. And I know this is probably going to make this episode very hard to find because I'm talking about suicide and everything. But mental health is mental health. And if you're like me and you have suicidal on top of everything else, then you know there is no medication for it. There is no, there is not enough therapy in the world for suicidal. Because no matter how much you talk it to death, that voice is going to stay in your head and go, Yeah, you probably are loved. In your head, there's no way you're actually loved and cared about. No one likes you. No one wants to be around you. So why just waste everyone's time? Why are you wasting everyone's time? Just end it. They're suffering because of you you're causing their pain. Like, these are some of the thoughts that I have on a day-to-day basis. And I've had suicidal for as long as I can remember. Like, oh my god. I cannot remember the last time I went a day without looking at an object and actually having pictures flash in my mind of how I can kill myself with it. I can't go a day without it. There's no medication for suicidal. In fact, suicidal is usually the side effect of most medications. So clearly, (laughs) a medication for suicidal, having the side effect of suicidal, is very counterproductive if that ever existed. And I mean, like, I probably did already mention this. I'm kind of rambling at this point, so I might have forgotten that I mentioned this. But seriously, there is no therapy, there is no amount of talking it to death or talking it out that's going to cause that voice in my head to go, oh yeah, you are loved, I'm going to leave now. 
that's never happening <laughs> that is not happening not on this planet not on the next planet not in this life wasn't in any of my past lives probably won't be <laughs> probably will never do that in my next life but it's a thing that I have to live with and one of the things I find very important about mental health is when you are able to and this is a lot of being very aware of your mind and your mental health and everything being able to find the triggers that cause like a depressive episode or an anxiety attack or such because like I can tell you that one dime before I was actually in the shape I'm in and I'm right now in the best shape of my life I've never been stronger I've never been faster I've never been healthier but there was a point in my life that I was extremely unhealthy and I was gifted a bookshelf but I had to throw it out because when I moved it got way too damaged to use it and of course it was like milliman so you can't really repurpose it without it looking like crap and so that had to get thrown out and I was staying with a friend and so a bunch of stuff was thrown at the same time and I helped out and everything but it caused my arms to shake like uncontrollably shake because I was out of I was out of shape and that was a little more weight than I could handle and when I realized that later on I had to tell my boyfriend at the time that it's like I'm dealing with anxiety right now it's not you it was triggered by an activity I did my body thinks I'm having an anxiety attack so I had spent like hours and hours just trying to calm myself down get the serotonin back up and everything and it was hard to say the least <laughs> I'm not gonna lie that day it was hard but sometimes I can actually tell what the triggers are other times I can't sometimes it just I want to snap but I don't want to hurt anyone's ears if they're wearing headphones but sometimes it just comes on in the snap of a finger when you least expect it like when you're just waking up or when you're just doing something or whatever and like th those times are a little rough for me I'm not gonna lie they're a little rough because I like knowing what causes my mental illnesses to act up but uh, no I had another situation last night during work where a good friend of mine who I love and trust and everything like they were one of the first people I told I was gay when I realized I was gay like I had been practicing compulsive compulsory heteronormativity for so long that once I realized I was gay I cried because I was relieved and they were one of the first people I told but they had told me something at work that kind of threw me off to say the least because they had mentioned it before in passing and I thought they weren't being serious because they 
like spent five seconds on the topic and dropped it quickly. So I didn't think much of it. Then they brought it up again and my brain started reeling and started thinking about how it was my fault that this was going to be happening, how I'm just going to be in financial distress, how everything was my fault and like my depression came in full force for this and I had to tell myself repeatedly that regardless of what was happening it was not going to happen the next day it was not going to happen within the next hour it was likely going to happen in a few months but not in a few days like no that's not going to happen. That's way too radical of an event. But it took most of my shift to calm myself down and actually be able to laugh with my coworkers. And unfortunately, I wasn't able to really laugh or enjoy my time, well, spending time with my colleagues until like the last hour, half hour of shift, which sucked because that meant my lunch, I looked like resting bitch face on steroids, which definitely sucked, but I had to get myself in a better position. I had to get myself in a better mindset and I had to definitely, definitely, definitely get myself back to a place where I was okay because I couldn't keep thinking about that I couldn't keep going through that and that was that took a minute because I also had to then figure out what triggered it because once I had all those thoughts and everything everything was flying so I had to kind of as dangerous as this sounds basically stopped a speeding train with a stop sign it sounds impossible, but when you can do it with your own train of thoughts, kind of makes sense. And this just kind of happened. Like, I ended up getting myself to just stop and think about what I was actually thinking. And realize what caused it. Why was this bothering me? Why did it hurt so much? Why was I blaming myself? And I just kind of went through that. And surprisingly enough, I've never been to therapy. I just know how to process just about everything. Grief is probably the only thing that I would actually need help processing. But it's kind of something I shove in the back burner until it's like, oh, right, I have to deal with that. Which, unfortunately, did happen when I lost my grandmother almost seven years ago. Which still hurts. Hurts a little less to talk about, but still hurts the fact that I lost her. Because that did a number on my mental health. Oh my god. <laughs> my grandmother passed, and I ended up making sure everyone was okay. I think I let myself cry for like an hour maybe two 
but then I had to make sure the dogs were taken care of, that my mom was taken care of, that my dad didn't say the wrong joke at the wrong time again, that my sisters were fed and ready for school and that they had their lunches and everything on top of making sure I was fed and ready for school and had my lunches. I constantly had my mom check in with me over Facebook Messenger and everything and texts and like ugh. and like when you also work with one of your siblings because at this point in time I was working with my mom and my sibling it was difficult to try and keep this matter private but the first shift in I had we had our higher boss there and I pulled him aside and I explained to him what had happened over the weekend well over the past week which kind of made all of us go MIA from emails and calls and text messages oh and once I explained that to him I told him to keep my mother and my sibling busy because they were going to need that right now and he was he was justly worried about me because it was a member of my family as well and I told him I can't worry about myself right now they're my priority I'll worry about myself after he gave me this look of you're gonna regret that <laughs> and yeah I kind of do because I should have processed at that time it probably would have made it easier but it definitely did a number on my mental health because that was another thing of my anxiety going through the roof of everyone's depending on you and you're thinking about yourself. What's wrong with you? Like that kind of thinking was going on in my head. And it's hard. Sometimes it's just hard to deal with and it's hard to manage. And for over a year I was medicated but it didn't fully help with anything. Yes, it managed my anxiety to a degree, but my anxiety wasn't really an issue at that point. It was my depression that was the issue. And, like, yeah, I worked through it and I got through it. I uh, made the mistake of quitting my meds cold turkey. Fun fact, if you do that, your body has to very rapidly adjust which in some cases makes you dizzy like I would be staring straight and suddenly it felt like I had turned my head super quickly it was like but I didn't turn my head though oh that's because I didn't turn my head my eyes my brain everything's adjusting to the fact that I no longer have this chemical in my body that I took for a year and a half like ugh like, I took a Zoloft, uh, like a branch of Zoloft, as my medication. Didn't take it at full strength, because anything higher than a hundred milligrams was way too strong for me. Like, it actually induced an anxiety attack, which was not fun. But, uh, yeah, so I was on it for a year and a half, and then after the breakup with my ex, like, the night of that breakup... I quit cold turkey. Like, I stopped my meds right away. 
So, and that took a couple weeks to adjust, which probably didn't help my mental health, considering that was going, like, right into the holidays. Right into a stressful point of work. And right into a, generally a stressful time of year, because everything is so much busier, so it's like get to, getting to work on time, getting bills paid on time, doing all that. But, the good thing about 2021 is it was the first year I was actually able to implement a no gifts rule. Like, if you want to get me something out of spontaneity, absolutely. But do not plan a gift out for me for a holiday. Because, especially in my experience, everyone just started making it a competition. Who could make me cry, who could get me to react the biggest, so on and so forth. And when this is also on your birthday, or involving your birthday, it makes celebrating the day you were born even less fun. But, to be fair, I had not wanted to celebrate my birthday for over a decade at this point, so... Worked out for me in the end. But I am curious, to anyone who's listening, feel free to tweet at me, at TuffAngelBooks on Twitter. And let me know, is there a way you cope with your mental health that is borderline healthy? And what I mean by borderline healthy, like... Even if you just write everything out, even if you, you know, record a voice memo or something just ranting about what's bothering you, or drawing, or reading, or whatever. I'm curious to know what you guys do to cope with your mental health. Because for me, it varies from writing down a full page of inconsistent thoughts that seem to blend into one another, to reading for hours and hours and hours like it really depends on what I'm going through depending on my coping mechanism so I am curious what do you use for your coping mechanism what is a way that helps you keep sane whether you're medicated or not and what is something that keeps you on this planet and most importantly I really hope that to you the person listening to this, I hope you realize that the fact that you're on this planet matters more to some people than you could ever possibly understand. And that was a concept that took me a while to realize. Because there are some people that genuinely love having me in their life, and it took me by surprise. So know your worth, and know that you are loved and valued. And also, I'm posting this right before Bell Let's Talk, so amazing timing on my part, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, so mental health is a difficult subject to talk about, but it has so many stigmas around it that it needs to get knocked down. So tweet at me how you work through your mental health, how you cope with some of your rough days, and... What the hell? Use the hashtag let's talk about whatever to make it easier to find each other, to find other coping mechanisms that might help. Thank you so much for listening in. I'm hoping to do an episode a week. Until next time, happy reading. And don't forget, nothing's off the table. Bye.